smoking cigarettes and laughing on the pavement in front. You're authorizing the overtime, are you? Ah, uh, no one outside Burt's. A couple of women getting money from the Bank of Scotland cash machine. Nothing doing at the Highland Haven Hotel. Nice and peaceful. Quiet, like his airwave speaker. Then the harbour gave way to industrial units in the bus depot. He thumbed the button again. Well, are you? It's no as easy as... This isn't CID. We get sod all for the first half hour of unplanned overtime. After that, it's on the clock. I'm not running a charity here. The buildings faded in the pool car's rear-view mirror. Bamf twinkled on the other side of the bay. More silence from steel. Then finally, Okay, okay, overtime. You're a greedy... I'm not greedy, I'm skint. You got any idea how much of a pay cut came with the development opportunity you lumbered me with? I'm living on bargain basement soup and pappy sliced white. That's no my fault. How was I supposed to know Big Tony Campbell would stick you in a bonnet in the arse end of nowhere? Her voice dropped to what was probably meant to be a sultry purr. Come on, you and me, questioning sex offenders like the good old days. Yeah, well, too late to do anything about it tonight anyway up and over the bridge into Banff. Laz, 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 did you learn nothing from our time together? It's never too late to rattle a nonce. Nicholson leaned forward from the back seat. I want to say thank you again for the opportunity to work on the Tarlayer Major Investigation Team. Sitting in the passenger seat, Steele took a long draw on her e-cigarette, setting the tip glowing blue. Calm down, eh? No one likes a brown noser then poked Logan in the shoulder. Are we there yet? For the last time, we'll get there when we get there. A shrug. No, my fault you drive like an old lady, Laz. Nicholson tapped Steele on the arm. Um, why'd you call him Laz? Short for Lazarus. You remember the Maastricht monster? Laz here caught him, got into a knife fight on top of a tower block. It wasn't a knife fight. Who's telling this story, you or me? Another puff. Knife fight. Nicholson frowned. But why Lazarus? Cause our wee boy here got himself killed stone dead. Her eyes went wide in the rearview mirror. What happened? Logan shifted his grip on the steering wheel, took the turning onto Duff Street. I got better. Steele sniffed. Are we there yet? Shut up. The short man blinked back at them from behind thick-framed spectacles. I'm sorry. He clutched his dressing gown tight shut across his chest, hiding the patchwork of scars and shiny cigarette burns, ran his other hand across the shiny top of his shiny head. Steele scooted forward until she was sitting right on the edge of the armchair. No a difficult question, is it, Marky boy? Where were you? He puffed out his cheeks, shrugged. Here, probably. I don't really like to go out much. After... Mark Brussels cleared his throat. Well, it's probably for the best. Probably. I mean, you hear stories, don't you? People on the register getting beaten up. He flapped a hand at the outside world, then pressed his knees together. People on the register going missing. She pulled out her e-cigarette and gave it a sook. Missing like Neil Wood! Been a lot of that kind of thing going on. Kickings, disappearings, concerned citizens taking it out on poor sods like us. Poor sods! 
She hauled out her list. Says here you abused girls as young as seven over a twelve-year period. Logan rocked back and forwards on the balls of his feet. When do you last get a supervisory visit, Mr. Brussels? The clock on the mantelpiece ticked into the silence. A small, smelly terrier snored on its back in a tartan beanbag in the corner. A radio in another room played saccharine boy-band pop. The floorboard creaked overhead as Nicholson crept about, pretending to...